it's kind of like those, you know, who it's, it's like any parable. It's like those people that are so fucking loud that they have to completely close down Doylestown for eight hours with their trucks and their horns and their blah, 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 just to like, you know, quote unquote rally for this individual, you know, like that just says something like that sort of compensation, you know, and needing a savior or some shit, you know, like, <sighs> um, it's sort of like, it, it it's going to lose, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, it's that sort of like it's sort of like that machismo shit even like it's just has a quick expiration versus the cultivation of truth and community and like reality Hello, everyone. Welcome to season four, arbitrarily chosen as the fourth season uh, of Movement Matters with me, your host, Colin Kurtz. It made sense to start a new season because start of the new year and so many other wonderful new things. So many new things, right? Regarding this podcast, we have a few very special new things. We have sponsors isn't that exciting we finally have some sponsors i'm curious before i name the sponsors what podcasts do you all listen to um i listen a lot to mark maron i don't listen i don't listen to every one of them but i do love wtf i've i've even seen the guy perform he's a funny fella he's a very funny fella and i realized you know i kind of model my intros uh, after him. I definitely don't model the episodes after him, but I definitely model the intros after him. And that is to say, I knowingly ramble. <laughs> I knowingly allow myself to ramble. Because it's fun, for me at least, and it's it's a good opportunity for me to just let some things out. It's cathartic. It's my, it's one of my releases. I have lots of them. Some of them are the same as yours, but this is one of my cathartic ones. So I wanted to acknowledge that. I, I know I ramble, and I do it on purpose, and I'm going to keep doing it. So moving forward, if you feel inspired to skip any intros, do so, or just to skip ahead, do so. Um, I'll try to normally just ramble in the beginning of it and then get into the guest, and then let you just take take the journey. Take the journey down the lane that this, whoever the guest is or guests are and me uh, take you on. We don't know where we're going to go most of the time. It's just a, it's a delightful little exploration we discover along the way. All right. So a few things I discovered are if you ask people, which is good advice for most of us, if you ask people for something, most of the time, they will give it. As long as it's not uh, going to, you know, stretch them too thin or, you know, break the bank or um, 
break any boundaries? It's good to ask. Asking questions is healthy. So what I did was I asked for a few sponsors. Somebody suggested it, and I did it. Um, that was actually motivated by the desire to get onto Spotify, and we had to pay for a Spotify account. And here we are. Voila. If you're listening on Spotify, thanks for, thanks for finding us. So the sponsors are, I'll start with the local one, in case you are local to Doylestown slash Bucks County. Um, it's a little place downtown, downtown Doylestown, called Native Cafe. Some of you have probably been there. Opened up right before the lockdown began, all things new world. And uh, it's run by a lovely fella named Jay. Mostly they have coffee, cafe-like items. But they have a lot of baked goods. I want to shout out to the baked goods. Um, Native Cafe, where the coffee is laced with uh, methamphetamines and the baked goods have addictive chemicals. That's the way it goes with Native Cafe. Native Cafe is inspired by Jay's love of Thailand and the America. The America we all know. The United States of America. It's a fusion, folks. A Thai and United Statesian fusion. They have everything from delicious breakfast sandwiches to oatmeal that is actually out of this world and uh, all the other eggy things. I guess those are the breakfast sandwiches. The eggy things. Jay is a master of the eggy things. The avocado toast with eggs. Can't go wrong. Had a lot of it. Anyway, Native Cafe. Thank you for the sponsorship to Movement Matters. Someday, Jay and I will clink glasses here I hope, and we'll get him to share his story. Uh, And if you're listening and you can push him to do so, if you're curious about the the man, the myth, and the legend, uh, encourage him to get on the mic so we can learn a bit more. He's a mysterious man. And you know there's there's so much more to that, that fella. But he is a mysterious man. Look forward to having a few more addictive baked goods in my day. And what else, folks? Um, Joe Montone's the guest. That's a big deal. We'll get to that. And the other sponsor. Oh, yeah. We should mention them. Philadelphia Table Company. It says here, Philadelphia Table Company, where you'll get anything from a cardboard box to the finest dining room set you can imagine. But either way, it will be nice. That's quite a... Quite a disclaimer. They do make a nice cardboard box, Philadelphia Table Company. It's sturdy. It holds up. You can put the fine china on it. You can invite the family over. You can sit around the the, the cardboard box table, and it's going to hold up. But mostly they specialize in uh, really high-quality tables, of course. We have one at our home. We have some things here at Koru from them as well. And they're creative. They've done everything from stairs for restaurants to a Dungeons and Dragons uh, gaming section or, or set, I suppose. I guess I guess it's a table, gaming table. And a big, big doghouse, a huge doghouse. 
I think that was for a Philadelphia Eagle. I could be wrong, but it was a big doghouse. Um, they're good people at PTL for short. Uh, I highly recommend if you need a new table, checking them out. Good, good people. A growing, fine business. Inspired, no less, by one of the finest businesses ever. It is Patagonia. I know the owner of Philadelphia Table Company well, and he is a huge fan of Patagonia. Very, very inspired. Trying, he's trying, hence sometimes the cardboard, to do everything in an eco-friendly, sustainable, so to speak, way. Hence the Patagonia link. And, uh, you know, they're doing a good job. They're doing a good job with that old PTL. Check them out. They serve the greater Philadelphia area, to say the least. Speaking of the greater Philadelphia area, no doubt if you are listening, first off, you're obviously listening, and thanks for that, but no doubt if you're from the greater Philadelphia area, you know Mr. Joe Montone. Joe is a big deal, and it was a great honor for him to join me here. I've been asking him for a little while. And he just wanted to be ready. And apparently he was ready all of a sudden. Uh, he's been with me as part of this podcast from the beginning. He actually did the music. Um, he does a lot of the editing, does some of the or does all the uploading for social media. He's a real treat. He's a good fella. You may know him as the host of many a local shindig, little concert here and there. Uh, we talk about that in the show, how that's going to be hopefully picking up by the spring, as soon as the outdoor venues make sense again. He is ready to rock, to say the least, in that way. Um, let's see. I, yeah, known him for a long time. We get into some music. I play some music for the first time, which I'm going to try to do regularly. It was really nice. We play a little bit at the end, oh, so stay with it. But mostly, oh, and this is the other thing. We've given the episodes now titles. And mostly, this show is about the heat of the moment. Joe actually picked that title. I think it's pretty good. It works. I say we, we focus a bit on the moment as much as possible. Many people don't think that they're, many people seem to not think. I don't know if they're being modest or just shy. I don't know. Um, they don't necessarily think, and it's a good thing, you know, we don't want to pretend we know it all or toot our own horn or have big egos. Um, but we, we are all relatively qualified to speak to what's going on in the world. Some are more qualified than others. Some have a lot more to learn, but in general i think if you pay if you're paying attention and your foundation is self-awareness which which joe's most certainly is then you are qualified you're as qualified as anyone else to have a take on what's going on you don't have to have a phd in political science or um astrophysics or, uh, I don't know, history of Western civilization, if that's even a PhD. Uh, you don't have to do that. You can be 
intelligent and have a com and have a point of view about what's going on. And obviously I'm saying that Joe does and he is and uh, the heat of the moment. That's largely what it's about. Let's see. He wanted me to say this about him and then I'll, I'll shut up. I'll get into it. Final piece from Mr. Montone here. Okay. I think we're ready. I think that was enough. I think that was enough. Enough rambling. Um, yeah, that checks all the boxes. All right. Here's Mr. Montone's intro, self-written, and then the episode. For over a decade, Joe has been creating opportunities for artists and community to flourish through live music production and performance. He has performed live music and events for non-traditional venues like Maxwell's on Main, Siren Records. I first saw him at Maxwell's on Main on that note. We talk about that. Michener Art Museum, as well as Doylestown Art Fest and Doylestown Pride Fest. In 2020, in the aftermath of COVID, Joe answered with the, div- the, dis- div- with the Distance Picnic on Pine <laughs> series, which brought live music back to Doylestown safely and from a distance. As a performer under, under the name Heat Thunder, hence his Instagram, Joe the Heat, hence this title, The Heat of the Moment. He has released several EPs, toured regionally, and created a honky-tonk offshoot called the Holy Heat Thunder Country Nights to share his Holy Heat Thunder Country Nights to share his love of classic country music, as well as random nights impersonating his teenage heroes Joey Ramone and Kurt Cobain, which is what I saw him perform as Kurt Cobain. He also created the jingle for this ep- for Movement Matters, and he probably will do so for other things. He is very talented. And yes, he he runs hot. And I've never seen anybody do an ice bath quite like this animal. That is Joe Montone. Enjoy. Thank you. I am done rambling. Well, now that we've done the sound checks. Mm-hmm. Good, good. And Sounds you, good. Is it like old times? It is. I missed I missed these mics. <laughs> <laughs> you can come and use them anytime. <laughs> Uh, well, were we? Oh, yes, the Sweetwater. It so it doesn't just work as a keyboard. Mm-hmm. So apparently, the way it'll work, I didn't. I guess you can probably do this with everything, but you pick whatever. You probably know all about this. There's like different mm-hmm. kinds of instruments that he can, yeah, play with this co- small. It's like this big, but there's different kinds of cool. instruments he can play. That's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. That's awesome. Is it like different synth sounds and stuff? Yes. And those are the really fun ones. Yeah. Um, he seems to really like those. He's definitely into, into the, I don't know. The cosmic? The co- <laughs> yes, let's call That's it that. That's great. Good. <laughs> yes. I didn't get there until way later. Yeah, not not at 10. He just turned no. 10. That's fucking great. That's awesome. Yeah, I wasn't like this at 10. That's for sure. I can remember being 10 and it was definitely a different experience. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. so much more present and, and creative and clever and especially with his words and his hmm. uh, conversation. And I think there's something to the extent to which 
you know, kids have to be on the ball more with, um, I guess it's technology, mm -hmm. but man, I don't think it just comes down to the way I parent or the way we parent or something. Right. It's like something a, else. yeah, just the entire culture and like, it's just different as we, I mean, I didn't have a phone when I was 10. And fortunately, <laughs> neither does he, and I'm going to hold off on that as long as possible. Nice. I don't think I really, I don't remember really using one in any way that really mattered until, honestly, college. I don't even know how much it mattered to me <laughs> then. But, I thought you were going to say now. It's like, oh, same, God. dude. <laughs> well, we're, they don't, yeah, love-hate relationship, right? Yeah. They, I guess that's the big one, but the, I think the neighborhoods are huge, and you know, we grew up pre 9-11 you were, you were right, playing yeah. in neighborhoods right mm -hmm. it looks like that was a major difference yeah constantly outside constantly, constantly outside. doing something like just either sports or like jailbreak or whatever capture right. the flag, capture kind the of, flag yeah. man. and we had a whole neighborhood just like <laughs> different streets were rivals for some reason but we liked each other still you know but yeah. for the record i would absolutely be <laughs> game for a burrow wide capture the flag paolo and i were just talking about that's doing so funny capture the flag my friend keith shout out to keith is <laughs> been all about that for a year so it would let's be wonderful yeah i'm, I'm, I'm ready so much fun well let's do it <laughs> i'm not conditioned like i was then no <laughs> just actually you... i could probably kill it yeah oh you you mean like fit I mean, like, I was constantly, like, running and just, I don't know. You think you'd, you'd, be, you'd be sore the next day? Yeah. I played Ultimate Frisbee a couple of years ago, and Not I was very shocked by how I couldn't move well for a week. <laughs> and I was I was definitely, it was right. a point where I was much less, uh, I, it was a couple, there were a couple of years where I was definitely doing less. This mm -hmm. was in the midst of that. But still, relatively, I've always been <laughs> relatively driven and athletic. But yes, yes, if you yeah. don't keep up with it, <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't think, uh, I mean, but like, why don't we? I don't know. It's Why don't we keep up with it? We're just like, have that, that level of fun. <laughs> you know, like thinking back and even thinking to it now, it's like, that's actually sounds very fun. <laughs> Maybe it's because we haven't really been able to like, we, I mean, in my circle, I think I haven't been able to do much of like the sort of outdoor craziness for the last year, probably yourself too, even more so. So I think there's like a, there's an eagerness that I don't know, I've, I uh, think I value everything a lot more now, you know, the, you value fun, it sounds mm -hmm. like, yeah. And togetherness and stuff like way more part of the challenge of adulting i guess to oversimplify it but there's mm. a better answer for sure i get i think there's i'm trying to not immediately get too <laughs> quote like you said too deep but i guess it's going to be hard not to <laughs> yeah i mean this is like the time capsule of 2020 and no. <laughs> i was going to try to give us a couple more minutes before <laughs> <laughs> the listener's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe. <clears throat> All right. Well, But, but it's been amazing yeah. uh, in some ways. 
Yes. I love what, so we listen to uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. You know that one on NPR? Oh, yeah. It's like like a wheat beer, Belgian style wheat beer. Saturday thing, right? They're a lot, yeah, like they fun. they air them Saturdays. Yeah. Griffin loves it. We he That's literally cool. he calls it funny people. We've been calling it that for That's years. Great. Yes, exactly. And I didn't grow up with that kind of thing. All of these things that are clearly very different. He loves this show and we listen to it That's every really cool. week. And even the reruns he wants to listen to. But wow. they just um on on Saturday, of mm. course, days after oh, right. everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> refer to I should try to get the exact quote. Like, well, happy new year, everybody. We're only three days into the new year. And it's like three days because 2020 was very strange on Wednesday, December 37th. <laughs> nice, dude. Holy <laughs> the year ended with a bang, but now three days into the new year, we can start fresh. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and their writing was better than what I just tried to paraphrase. But That's... I love that December thirty seventh. Like, yeah, it's a nice idea. That's cute. Yeah, <laughs> I just wow. realized I forgot to light the candle. We're supposed to do this in candlelight at night, Joe. Oh, dude, should we light a candle? Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? I mean, if you have to leave and do a whole thing, I think there's a lighter. Alexa, turn on the candle. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know how to do that. Alexa, certified. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God she does not know how to do that. I have never asked Alexa, and I don't like asking Siri for anything. I love talking to Siri. Why? Because <laughs> I'm at Why? work. Why? And, I, I, and like, I'm usually the one doing everything at work, you know? And so, like, I'm like, hey, Siri, called Nourished by Mama. I thought she was going to do it right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> They're not open, Joe. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> How's Nourish doing? I haven't been since, geez, I guess a year. It's been about a year probably. So good. So still rocking. Yeah. I thought she was closing. Still killing. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Good for her. Good for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My friend Gray frequent. Frequented it. I guess he might still. Mm-hmm. So good. We have it most days <laughs> at the record store. Really? Uh, well, wow, good okay. Here's well, that a... makes sense. It's <laughs> right there. Yeah. 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 So, do it's... you do native or do they not have the. Oh, yeah. You do both. Okay. I have my own dish at native. <laughs> you have. There's the Montone? You could just say Joe Montone rice. <laughs> I and will ask. Rice will appear. <laughs> I will be asking yeah. about this tomorrow. That's okay. good for you. <laughs> Three eggs. Yeah. Um, that fluffy rice. Their rice is good. That's so good. And then a t- like three different hot sauces. Is it the sticky rice? It's the fluffy red rice. Oh, I've not. Oh, oh my God, dude. It's okay. like a little. F- the one in the, the holy basil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And then like different hot sauces and sprouts and avocado and like lime. It's amazing. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Love love everything about Native. And <clears throat> actually, I'm trying to get Jay to come in here. It's like sort of like a tease. He keeps sort of like telling me he will, but mm. thanks, Jay. But um, it we're at the point with the donuts where I do, <laughs> I need to, I need to block Jay. <laughs> I don't know if he does this with anybody else, but he literally calls me. <laughs> Is your to check if I'm donut coming. dealer? 
It's um, shocking how I haven't become a, a, a yeah, yeah. It's shocking. I eat in far too many of them. The Dude, entire, they're so good. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with them. <laughs> they're, they're amazing. I've, I don't, not, a, I'm not a donut person. Like, nor am I generally, yeah. but I, I will go out of my way for these. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, it just comes down to obviously too much and excess. And this <laughs> right. will, this will, this will eventually be our segue into the the other mm-hmm. stuff, excess. But yes, uh I probably ate more donuts in 2020 than my entire life oh, yeah. by <laughs> far. Dude, when when Siren was in lockdown <laughs> at like three o'clock, I would run over to Evolution Candy and get us all uh like those uh Oh God! What are they called? Sport the um. Come on, viewers. Uh, <laughs> what's it called? It's like that dark chocolate something sport. It's like the big squares. Mm, Lin- Linder them. sport or I something. No I don't even called. know. But no it was just like ev- every day, <laughs> just like eating dark chocolate and just be like, oh my God, just so stressed. But I mean. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> People keep referring. Ritter Sport. Ha-ha. Oh, good. Okay. Is the <laughs> lockdown technically over? That Are portion, we... yeah. That port. Okay. Well, for... I've been doing more or less the same thing since June, and I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we weren't open to public from March to June, and right. we just yes. did online sales. I know and... about March to June, and then I right. wasn't really clear in the last six months. We don't. I didn't. I mean, we don't even fit into a box anymore as a as a business. Obviously, so right. We're, yeah, it's not even a close to a gym anymore. Not that it really was before, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We're not. So we're in technically a different lockdown now, or not at all now. Yeah, I, I think the only uh, actual restrictions. I sound like such an idiot, dude. <laughs> This is everybody's reality. It's like we are all like trying to help each other through this, you know? Like it's kind of like uh having like a village in some ways where it's like Yes, there is that let's consult the town line. blah blah blah, you know, like about the, you know, whatever. I don't I just read headlines. But what do we do about the extremists in the town square, Joe? What do we do? Don't answer Uh-oh. that yet. <laughs> Let let's see some. Yeah, right, so the old candle. <laughs> I think because you are you have less wires to deal True. with. I think in the right behind the heart in that, um, it, it originally believe I believe it had bamboo. That piece behind that, uh, that I think there's a lighter in there. Is there? No. Spray and a tusk. What about this wooden contraption here? One might say a container. Gotta be some sort of thing. Is there a lighter in there? Who edits this show? Do you think they'll edit this out? Is there not? Those, that's a very odd bill. We should talk about that, that piece in there. All right. Well, let's forget it then. I thought I had it there. It's probably in the sauna. The sauna. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm, we'll pretend I lit the candle. 
<laughs> it makes it nice and pretty. When Joshua and there. I were in here, we had the candlelight and it was very romantic. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Bro- That's where I'm usually romantic. At. This is good though. It's nice. But we have something else some, yeah, that different. you may or may not touch. Um how was your sauna? Um no it pressure. was cold. Your sauna was cold. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> the uh can of spirits is uh nice and cold, surprisingly. Um the sauna was incredible. Because it's, it's been in my office all day, which doesn't <laughs> see much heat. Cheers. The sauna, cheers. The, cheer, the sauna, actually, it wasn't that hot. It only went up, you're, when you were in there, it only read about 185. Yeah. But you were in there long enough. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Do you wish you had, <clears throat> had something like that yesterday? Dude, yesterday was amazing. It best, was best four minutes of your life. It, yeah, yeah, like four, the best four consecutive minutes. Like if it was like specific, like not the best day, but like if we were talking about four minutes. <laughs> like, so who did you do that with? Um, me and Victoria. Oh wow, yeah. she got in too. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, hi, Victoria. Um, she. I just asked her on like Saturday. I was like, "You want to go for a polar plunge like mm-hmm. soon?" <laughs> and. Uh, I took Miko to the vet yesterday for his checkups and stuff. So took the whole day off and it was a, an amazing day. Like I haven't had, like if we're talking about, we're talking about capture the flag and stuff and having that sort of carefree, complete, you know, like the world is your fucking oyster type of shit, you know, like that, um, sort of, uh, thing happened yesterday like obviously it's every day but this was i think extra special for me just because like i'm usually working mondays not taking a polar plunge (laughs) for four minutes in the delaware and uh we had like a fire for okay good like hours after after. Yeah. yeah it was very nice yeah when we did the one in december the fire was very necessary and there was still snow on the ground when we did it so it was really really helpful we didn't have the fire till like an hour or so after and it was just the two of you yeah it's a little dangerous i think but you didn't go at the same time right yeah yeah i went in first so yeah you are very good at (laughs) that it's pretty remarkable thanks man It, it it felt (laughs) <laughs> like at, at first like walking in um there's a i live on the delaware so there was a um sort of boat launch point but we went down this path and randomly there was like a sandy little shoreline um and i just like walked right in and the very first initial experience was like feeling as though my bloodstream and just like any vein or vessel turned to glass. I was just like, "Uh Oh, maybe, (laughs) maybe this is different than doing it in a ice bath setting. You know, I think it is. And I noticed that too, but I don't think it's, it was, it was strange to me the difference. It must have something to do with the air. Right. The air obviously is much yeah. warmer here. It's like normally probably 60, 60 degrees over there. True. It's, 
I don't know what else because we know the the ice baths here are that cold. Right. Yeah. It's got to be something about the air. For sure. Because you factor like wind chill or something even. It's not like exactly even what the temperature reads sometimes, I guess. I don't know. I guess so. Because the water was what? Like 34? I don't even know. Was it probably like 34, 35? I don't we even know. You could look it up. It you was, didn't look it up? It was brutal. <laughs> it wasn't brutal like, oh, I got to get a guy out here right now. You know, it was just like, ooh, what's up mother nature like yeah it was different i, I surrendered to you difference. yeah yeah i wonder if i don't know if it's the air or i hope it's just the air mm -hmm. it's got to be something with that yeah so then after that initial um <laughs> my body my insides are now glass it was like all right i'm gonna relax into this and then, like, everything felt calm. Like, I went right into it, right into that space. And... Yeah, four minutes is... Yeah. Very impressive. Thanks. <laughs> like, when I think about it, I'm, I go right back. Was this pl spontaneous? To an extent, yeah, because like usually it'd be like, all right, we'll like we'll wait till next weekend or something. But to do it, you know, this sort of like, ooh, I'm not necessarily playing hooky from work, but you know, it was sort of like completely destroying the routine of a normal Monday for me, you know, like which never occurs. So that moment of silence there for me was question whether or not I want to like mm. ask why do you. Why do you like it? Why'd you do it? Because I was like, well, haven't people probably people probably have heard mm -hmm. enough about the ice? And, but then again, maybe not, and not from you. So, right? Hmm. Why? Can never hear enough about it. So, yeah. you've got half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Ready for this? No. Um, I think it's just like, hmm. Part of it is a med well, it's it's all meditation for me. I think it comes down to that, and it's not as though I'm going into it to meditate or that I need to escape and like you know spiritually bypass anything. It's more to like that's a phrase I want to come back to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go on. But like the feeling of brain activity is stronger for me because I feel like I am a more heady person. So when I go into the ice and I'm just there and I feel that calm and I felt the calm <clears throat> even outside of myself too. Like I could just feel the calm of just the river of the day of like I felt like Victoria's energy changed as she saw me probably at my calmest, you know, like it, it just, uh, it's definitely a reset button for sure. And, um, I think, uh, it also like sort of transmutes the normal activity that 
maybe I just let happen on its own, the sort of autopilot thoughts and stuff that I have to navigate, you know, in my own day to day, moment to moment. And just like brings me to the deepest space of calm, you know, that last days after and I can carry it with me. So it's nice to choose the ice as a thing that I can share the experience with, um, not just of my experience, but like what happens because of it, you know, the, uh, the effects of it. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I am asked, I generally just speak about clarity. Mm hmm. Which I think is essentially right. what you I think, yeah. yeah. In short, <laughs> yeah. Clarity. Well, no, what you mm -hmm. said is great. That's a long, that's a more thorough explanation. Clarity doesn't necessarily have an obvious meaning to anybody, as far as I can tell. But yeah, clarity. Right. You can call it mental clarity. But I, I just mean, I, well, you, I, what you just said is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Presence, the sense of being completely present with what is, as opposed to caught up in the Obviously, the past or the future, the possibilities, or even like the identity, <laughs> like anything. Oh gosh, that know? is a topic that just does not stop popping up right now in my mm -hmm. little world. Um, as you would know, as right. someone who listens to these shows, <laughs> <laughs> identity. Yes, so maybe we should just get. We'll probably save this little music. What for if the this? End. What if that? Like, was there like, oh, identity? Here we go. Like, <laughs> that's gonna mark the shift. Part, part two. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you mean though by spiritual bypass before? That like really right. jumping into the um just the like weeds. like doing something that is quote unquote healthful just to do it as a cleanse or do it as like a good thing that you're supposed to do to achieve perfection or even like to push down the other shit, you know, the, the, uh, not so, you know, I think for a Avo certain avoidance or right. hiding or. Yeah. And I think like there's, Hmm. There is things, there, there are just things that we have to deal with, <laughs> you know, and like look at. And for most people, it's like, I'm going to avoid it. Yeah. And, um, got it. Because anger isn't supposed to be good <laughs> or sadness isn't supposed to be good. And we're just supposed to like be, be entered, you know, just fucking buzzing and whatever. And, I'm so. glad you said that. It makes it all easier for me mm -hmm. to now think about how we're going to get into the quote-unquote weeds. <laughs> yeah. That kind of question has been, like I said, very, very increasingly right in my face for certainly days, but weeks and months and more, just increasingly more and more so. And, um, the way that I am really curious, like ex drawn to exploring it is, is to try to understand for myself and just keep asking myself, like, how can my identity primarily or predominantly be clear without 
being without a sense of opposition. Hmm. What's the opposite? Like who's opposing? Or opposing yourself, or? someone or something, or yes, oh, my opposing right. something, a hmm. story, opposing something about myself, like without a a comparison, a, without a um to neither condemn nor condone or to mm-hmm. condone. Like, consider a oh, go on, yeah, yeah, or like choose a side, choose a side. Or, you shouldn't be I angry. identify as this because that, so I don't, I'm not this, you know, kind of thing, right? Any of that, exactly. Mm-hmm. There, nor many normal examples, very normal stuff, mm-hmm. almost seemingly so much. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard not to think of an example. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but on the surface to encapsulate it. Yeah. You don't. I mean, I think that's what everybody is going through and maybe not actually. Not, it's probably just a default. I don't default. know if we're all going or, through it with the sense of, I don't know if people are going through it with, like, well, okay, not to get, all right. So what would it even mean to go through it? Um, so I don't right think enough yourself, people yeah. are I don't I I would like more of us to be asking that question. Mm-hmm. How can we be engaged with ourselves and with each other with a primarily a sense of openness as opposed to mm-hmm. um opposition. Right. <clears throat> hmm. And it is extremely subtle i believe like you just said i think being opposed to the feeling of anger is a normal thing for many people mm-hmm. yeah and probably seemingly some men but being opposed to that. some feelings being <laughs> right. like the spiritual... or even using anger as a way to bypass anger <laughs> like they don't know that they're... i've been guilty of it i'll say like <laughs> just like yelling you're like ah, i don't want to be angry <laughs> but i'm angry <laughs> i don't want to be angry whatever but um well let's just be <clears throat> whether you want to you you can say screw that i'd rather talk about music but um <laughs> how do we relate to what's happening how do we relate to last wednesday how do we relate right. as people who are capable of even asking that question like that's a skill to even be able to sit and ponder that question and consider it and meditate on it, if you will. Be open to where the question takes us. How do we relate to what happened last week? And of course, what's been happening, but certainly the last two weeks. Yeah. And two is arbitrary. It's more than that. Yeah, that's like, certainly this is what happens after four years is what happens though after so many centuries, like, a, I don't know, more than a century, obviously, but like of having <laughs> a patriarchal, like white kind of shit, you know, leadership, I'll be more specific. And like, nice, <laughs> the guttural, <laughs> like, here we go. We're down on the floor now. Um, yeah, like we've, it isn't just a presidency. You know, this this presidency, I think, has like obviously opened up all the darkness that's been already there. 
I assume you might call it shadow. Mm-hmm. Or like, hmm. Yeah, just like the problems of our country. Yeah, well, it starts to make me question our civilization. Yeah, right. But there's something to the country right now, right? And it's like, damn, like there's been, especially with COVID, like asking myself, like, damn, do I identify as like valuing the same things that America values? You know, like, do I belong somewhere else? Is this this is like a pretty good line. It's like, um, what's that like, classic quote? Yeah, just land of the free. Like even looking at that. So like if you're going to label, you know, people as free, like does this land belong to only the free? You know, like quote unquote, because like there's definitely, we're not all free here. <laughs> you know, like... Well, can uh, we, do you sucks. mind if we keep poking at this? Yeah, I'm not the best on this topic <laughs> at all. But who is, Ben? Who is? Yeah. I li- I've... It sucks. Uh, whatever. I don't think... Yeah. Let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. I feel very comfortable and confident discussing this. Mm-hmm. If you would rather we don't, we don't have to. But I'm very confident about my ability to discuss this. Mm-hmm. But if you would rather we don't have to. <laughs> I, I just think of people that I know that are so much better, <laughs> you know, like, and there's like have the, the answer. Um, oh, but. they have the answer. <laughs> wow. What are they waiting Uh-oh. on? Then? <laughs> Why haven't they given the answer? True. Um, yeah. No. And I'm sure they have a lot of important information to share, but I believe these questions are critical for us. Like, what is freedom? Mm-hmm. Why? What is our concept of freedom? Is yeah, who does that belong to? Like, why is this even promised? But to what us? even is it? Mm-hmm. What the hell is it? I don't perceive it as a thing that it's we're hard. all relating to in the same way. And it seems like more like if we were, if we had to define freedom, it looks like the ability to do slash say what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't value that. Right. Nor do I think that's... And I, I guess it is without consequence. The ability to do or say what I want without consequence. Mm-hmm. That is like one of the pillars. <laughs> is that freedom? Apparently. I, I mean, the fact that... That seems nuts to me. I guess like in all like part of the probably problem that America is facing is that like we're still using the same fucking you know constitution <laughs> that like a few white dudes wrote when you know there was still slavery happening you know like I yeah. guess our country was founded on this but it's also for some to succeed quote unquote in the foundation of the country, you know, so. Right. The quality of opportunity obviously has mm-hmm. um, upgraded and needs, right. to, needs to upgrade <laughs> and evolve. Equality of opportunity, of course, is something that we've learned to relate to differently and, and mm-hmm. arguably in better and better ways. But 
the that still doesn't answer the <clears throat> but like this has been founded upon freedom like yes this entire american experience because they fought for that you know and fucking founded their own shit because yes this in it a little muddy, bit you know <laughs> like <laughs> we're free but um <laughs> if you're a woman you still have to buy fucking tampons like it's just crazy <laughs> okay perfect example um and there's no like you and i aren't gonna obviously get into some sort of meaningless debate i'm interested mm-hmm. in the the phenomenon that i think we both can learn to look at in an, a relatively objective way and and objectively what i am seeing is more people than i thought clear like that's what last wednesday shows me more people than i thought who are motivated by a fear a fear of a particular kind of boogeyman and it seems like they call it communism like they actually are motivated by a fear of a communist plot and a communist force mm-hmm. such that they're willing to take up what is the equivalent of a crusade. Sounds to, like a cult, right? <laughs> In some ways. Well, like, cult is, a, I think, an overused word. Right, right. Like I uh, don't think the country is, I think the country is just a big cult. Hmm. If Joe Biden can get up in front of everybody on his opening oh, and speech, say, like, just God over and over again, and say God blesses yeah. America, mm-hmm. pretty sure that's the equivalent of a big cult. So that a lot, and it looks pretty too. fucking <laughs> dumb to me. <laughs> right. And I voted for him, and obviously I'm glad I did. That's not the question, mm-hmm. but the idea of reality mm-hmm. is clearly rooted in a mythology and <clears throat> I, yeah. I think it's obsolete but they believe these this group of people that clearly is very motivated mm-hmm. assuming <laughs> what we saw last Wednesday is something that we can have a clear relationship with you know it's not some kind of it's not smoke and mirrors for something else mm-hmm. but if their motivation is what I believe it is, then they, based on the little bit I've learned, they genuinely believe there is a communist plot to destroy the American way of life, and they're the ones that see it, and we don't, and they're fighting against it, and we're not. What do you think about that? <laughs> <laughs> it, it concerns me, to say the least, yeah. especially because of how obviously motivated they are. Right. It wouldn't concern me if they weren't so motivated. Um, and I, I don't know if it's worth being concerned over. I don't know. Right. But I don't know. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, like. Six days later, it's hard to ignore. Yeah. For me. True. And like, it, it could just, it could get worse. Yeah. And I don't want to ignore it. Mm-hmm. To me, it seems. It doesn't seem <clears throat> smart to ignore it. And I don't... Yeah. I don't know... That doesn't mean I know how to relate to it. 
Hence right. the identity question. Right. How to be in relationship to it without being opposed. I don't know. Yeah, because but like <laughs> I think I think for me it's this empathy. <laughs> I, I, you know, like I laugh at the end because I'm like, is it is it empathy? Like, you know, like is that really the magic <laughs> cure, or am I like trying to just, you know, fluff it up or something? But I think it, if we look, if I look at it from the perspective of these people, this group that is so passionate, you know, I can't even say these people. Like, it's just this this group, this identity, this like force, whatever, they're all coming from a place of fear and it's um, underneath the anger. Like the anger, I feel like it's on top. You know, like the fear is way down, hidden by the, by the anger. And no, the only thing they would probably admit being afraid of is God, but they're proud of that. Right. Yeah, like we're just trying to keep things the way they are. <laughs> Which is largely rooted in an idealism of a kind of Fear. white Christian civilization, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and two, the, the power at the top that is steering this whole ship is so, like, fucking narcissistic that, like, these people are so into it. Like there's so much in like of, of, of a infectious quality to it. Do you mean Trump? Yeah. I don't see him as steering it though. He just looks like, it's to like me, the, it's on, it's on, it's, it has a life of its own at this point. Symbol. But, yeah. He's just right. the figurehead, but it's, but it's, I think his narcissism or it's his narcissism that, is bringing it all out like the the deep rooted beliefs that all of these people may have thought before but couldn't say or whatever or yeah you know oh, for sure. he's speaking for me kind of thing but I mean <sighs> narcissism is the like worst thing and I'm not saying that as a way of like of it being an enemy it's like when it's unchecked you know and that's everywhere. Well, excess. Like, I think that word came up a moment ago. Mm -hmm. about, like, it's a form of excessiveness and narcissism. Excessive narcissism is obviously worse than just subtle, just minor narcissism, but an excessive form of it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like an actual psychological condition, too. Yes, but I don't think it's. The problem is that I don't think it's unique, and I don't think it's unique to this group, mm -hmm. so to speak. Right. It's like just could be anywhere. It is uh, in different forms and to lesser degrees, largely everywhere, it seems. Mm -hmm. And this is the main reason that I'm curious about, again, identity and how can we be deliberate about our well, reforming our sense of identity. It's excessively rooted in a um, projection of 
something upon what's around us and otherness and mm. different forms of that appear pretty frequently in our normal experience of ourselves. But the, the form that I believe we're, we're having to come to terms with is like an absolutism, like to be so convinced of something beyond a re any, any doubt, let alone a reasonable doubt. Like there's no doubt to these people that they know what they're doing. They know why. Right. They have it all figured out. And if you don't agree with them, you're just not getting it. Right. That's the, that's the most challenging form of this particular kind of what you call narcissism, but I'd say more just like an excess and absolutism. Mm-hmm. And I admit it freaks me out and motivates me. Um, right. Yeah, I think like for me, I'm just like, I ask myself like, all right, what, wh how can I be of service, you know, in my yeah. world and my community and like, who am I choosing to be? And that still doesn't negate the fact that like, I can be angry too. Exactly. And how do I be of service, so to speak, is I think a, another way of asking, how do I relate to this without being opposed mm -hmm. to it? If opposition suggests going to war with and very in like a, you know, there can be different forms of that. Mm -hmm. How do I relate to this without essentially just becoming opposed to it and standing right. up against it? Yeah. That's where I'm like, I don't know. Right. I think because <laughs> this, this entire moment is just new, like this has never happened in. Not to this scale, not in, yeah. seemingly not in this mm -hmm. scale, not in this country on this scale. It certainly happened elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, they made it look, it was pretty damn easy. It was just like, oh, we shattered the windows and we're in now. You know, like, holy shit. Like, I think that's the point. In this country to this scale, it's new. But it's right. not new for humans. Sure, sure. But how to experience it firsthand and, like, navigate it. Right. Well, you ask people from many countries and it's a no-brainer to them. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, it's that, like, oh, that happened again? Yeah, sure. Those <laughs> are the... And that, that again speaks to what in this country, there are people who, it's shocking to me how certain they are that all of these different variables are part of a communist agenda, including mm. vaccines, including quote unquote <laughs> lockdown, including, right. um, like you brought up um, tampons, including right. feminism, including... Yeah. Uh, Planned Parenthood. Uh, mm -hmm. The list goes on and on. Hollywood. Right. And yeah. they're very organized people. They're very focused mm -hmm. in their perspective. For sure. And public about it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, it's, it just, you know, it comes back to like, hey, Free country, huh? <laughs> like, 
For who? Right. <laughs> so I think the more that uh, I think like the more that I am able to provide something that isn't that, you know, that stands for truth and like real authentic freedom or whatever, you know, like then I'm grateful to have that, to be able to provide that experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess still doesn't, answer how to blah 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 no and it's not necessary to i think it's just thing i don't want to be obviously it's six days and we're in the thick of something very Mm. um new like you said how do we in six days is really not even that accurate it's been weeks and years and et cetera et cetera right um yeah i mean we don't want to ignore it we do our ice baths. We do our everything to take care of ourselves. I just know for myself, it's not, it doesn't feel healthy to be, to ever try to disengage. Mm-hmm. Or to like, be like, yeah, that's happening, but whatever. Yes, that's exactly, that's a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. True. I know. And, it and, is and, equally right. valuable, though, to be playing Manhunt. <laughs> <laughs> if not more valuable. <laughs> Training. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> In some ways, yeah. Playing and focusing, like you said, on what are you creating. Oh, no, yeah, totally. totally. I was kidding by training. But. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> focusing on cr- what do we, you know, being affirmative and what do we create. It's the mm-hmm. difference between being affirmative and negative, of course. Like, to be in relationship to something or to negate something mm-hmm. or are you focused are you focusing on negating something or affirming right. um at this moment for me i realize there's in my process of creativity mm-hmm. can i be can i declare that i am not okay with something for me that's a new kind of focus right and and it's come up for a number of reasons, but certainly the most yeah. recently relevant. Mm-hmm. And like, what is that? Yeah, like, what do I do? Like, about that, I. Hmm. I mean, it's just like, what does it look like? Mm, I think it still looks like. strengthening the muscle of community and love and support for one another. And like, because this sort of idealism is such a lie at its root to mask the fear of the country changing, then it's going to like lose power, you know, like, it's it's always going to be there, I think. You mean some something will balance that opposition? It out. Yeah, but like, you know, it's not going to be like just one person. But that's why we vote, and that's why we are who we are. And like, it's kind of like those you know who 
it's it's like any parable. It's like those people that are so fucking loud that they have to completely close down Doylestown for eight hours with their trucks and their horns and their blah, 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 just to like, you know, quote unquote rally for this individual, you know, like that just says something like that sort of compensation, you know, and needing a savior or some shit, you know, like, <sighs> um, it's sort of like, it, it it's going to lose, <laughs> you know, like, it's that sort of like it's sort of like that machismo shit even like it's just it has a quick expiration versus the cultivation of truth and community and like reality that's probably your sound bite Lorenz is probably <laughs> going to pick that one out <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I hardly ever talk about this kind of stuff not because i don't want to but you're but, the but like my identity is like oh joe just goes the flow and he like you know i'm the music guy yeah and but blah, look blah. at the body language you just you just <laughs> i'm just kidding did you know, that like, in this like, like <laughs> ooh, he's like i don't know does he do drugs he's like talks like he does some you know like i've even heard that you know but like um you're the pothead um <laughs> Uh, metaphorical hipster. mayor of <laughs> hipster mayor of Bucks County. <laughs> yeah, pothead hipster mayor of Bucks County, dude. Yeah, that'd well, be a hilarious little, you know, your principal placard thing on your desk, desk <laughs> thing. Like. <laughs> Could be on your name tag at <laughs> But this, you maybe you just don't have enough people who are. True. I don't know. I don't know what your normal day-to-day -day, uh, interactions Circle. are really like. Yeah. It can't all just be about the latest. Um, mm -hmm. uh, what's a band that I should know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it can't just be about the latest Fleet Shins Foxes. record. Fleet Foxes. Okay. <laughs> it's still not out on vinyl. It's February 6th. I know it's out for streaming. but Yeah. <laughs> And I'm I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Cannot wait. Well, you can already hear it, but oh, if you want it on vinyl, boy. February sixth, <laughs> you've heard it first. <laughs> I know your. <laughs> I know this stuff <laughs> is important to you, so right. that's why selfishly I've been wanting to get your, I guess, um, mm -hmm. your input because I think it. I think you do have a unique take and it is a valuable one and it is worth sharing with people because especially what you just said, you just outlined a very specific kind of optimism, which is not um, wishy-washy and it's, it's mm -hmm. very practical and it's pragmatic and it's, it's yeah. productive and it's right. important. You just spelled it out better than I've ever have. Cause I get really, I get really curious about the, the foundations of what's going on right not that actually, i don't understand it seems like it's founded on nothing but it's also founded on fear yeah but because i don't think it's unique i think it matters meaning i think again i don't want the god blesses america story to continue either mm -hmm. right we're yeah. not i know it's like <laughs> it's like wednesday the capital's being fucking completely breached by like a fuck ton of people and the first thing like you know, our president 
Yeah. I say that even loosely because I don't really, I don't know what a president, uh, whatever. (laughs) That's another rabbit hole. But like a few of the first words he says is God bless America. And I'm just like, so as much as I, <laughs> I, I'm with you on the optimism, hundred mm-hmm. percent, of course. And I don't think you need to really get. I think it's that's a great, like day to day awareness to maintain. Mm-hmm. For the long term, I think somehow this myth this obviously Christian myth mm-hmm. needs to shift, needs to become obsolete, needs to upgrade. God doesn't bless America. Right. It's bullshit. It's ridiculous. It's like, it's like saying, and <laughs> bless you. I don't. Say I don't know why. I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like weird if I don't say bless you. If you say <laughs> like, I don't know why. I'm sorry. I just blessed you. <laughs> like, yeah, it is weird. Like, well, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> But we also went through, like, I myself went through 13 years of Catholic school, so. Yeah, you and me both. (laughs) And that upbringing, which. (laughs) And I believe, you know, I believe in something that I'm willing to call God. It's Mm -hmm. the projection upon. Yeah, like using it as a shield that he's mine and not yours kind of thing. Any of these things, the, the, the. The psych, like you said, the psyche, the component, the the stories that drive that kind of psychological um, tendency mm-hmm. are, I, I believe, they're stories which need to be rewritten slash somewhat put to Dude. bed. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot. I think it's it's very strange. The way we put them to bed obviously has to be right. careful. We yeah. have to be careful about it. And yeah. I certainly don't want to suggest there's any room for um, violating people and their rights in the process of putting them to bed. That's why I think the subtle optim like the 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 optimist the subtlety of the of an optimist of an optimism focusing on what you want to add what do you want to be like don't get caught up in being against something what are you what are you bringing mm-hmm. or even how it's channeled and that's easy how, for me yeah. to say as a person you're gonna who, say privilege it's not just privilege i think that can just you know have this conversation and then you know put it to bed and talk about music afterwards but music's good dude oh yeah for sure but i'm, I'm and music's <laughs> fucking great and i'm saying too there's like so much oppression that isn't just put to bed outside of you know a family dinner or you know whatever and i think like yeah using our voices as a you know for the equality of everyone is super important too, you know? Do you believe, Joe, that music <laughs> has the potential to catalyze a new... I didn't new, tell you this, but Russell Brand has been here the whole time. A new kind of story <laughs> which brings a revolutionary kind of awareness <laughs> to the species. Do you believe that music has that potential? Does art, 
It's creativity. Can't believe I got to talk to you. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> one, I loved your work in Gum to the Greek, and two, um, and Mash. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, you I think we do that. Clap. That's why we need it. You know, like, and that's uh, it's been gone. It's been vacant for a year and. Apparently in October we're supposed to be able to do it again in an indoor setting with masks on. I don't know. Wait, concerts or something you're saying in October? That's the mm -hmm. idea? Hold that thought. If you Google bangers and mash, it does not take you to Russell Brand, <laughs> funny enough, which is a little <laughs> disappointing. Aldous Snow, Snow or Snowden? Aldous Snow, right? Oh my God. Why is it bringing you to Snowden right away? No, not Snowden. Oh. Sorry, Aldous Snow. Isn't that his name? <laughs> oh, it doesn't take you to anything related doesn't to take you to that. the Greek. If you Google bangers and mash. I wonder if you Google, um, you got the clap. But anyway, <laughs> the so I, I I look to me the ideal would be that art mm -hmm. that the story is one which compels us to consistently explore right. yes be grateful for what is and explore something new mm -hmm. and who is we ideally the species or at least a lot like enough of us but right. the stories don't seemingly do that we are compelled by our stories to in these predominantly seemingly Christian ones to mm -hmm. limit ourselves and to believe we're limited and to reinforce limiting tendencies. Mm -hmm. And I'm only really interested in the stories and language to the extent that we need them and maybe need new slash better ones such that we then no longer have to be so obsessive about them. Like, mm -hmm cuckoo little um right guy on computer <laughs> like just like yeah. compulsive wacky creatures like compulsive like we're more compulsive than uh what's a like a critter that's like constantly my cat <laughs> yeah. but even cats got an agenda he's like yeah, i want to eat or i want to sleep yeah it's pretty straightforward well maybe and they're really good cat. at doing nothing <laughs> Because wild. <laughs> Mine or yours? Mine. Mine well, do you also have a black cat? Yeah. Something about them. Yeah. Yeah. Extra sensitive. I love our black cat. Our, our wild black cat. He little. He looks like a little panther walking around yeah. the neighborhood. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, dude. Yeah. Um. These are just questions. We're not. We're not trying to have the answers i think these questions are important though and it's important to even be able to frame them in a comprehensive way mm. what the hell were we gonna talk about <laughs> <laughs> um well i mean we weren't, <laughs> weren't necessarily gonna talk about that but like that's that's where we're at let's keep going man i, I think you know obviously we could talk music and that's cool. I think we were segueing to that before I. Yeah, we were because obviously you are a very talented musician. 
Thanks. <laughs> um, I've heard far too little of your your creative mm-hmm. artwork. But I love that one. I don't think playing these right now. I mean, we can play them at the end. Yeah. yeah unless, we can you, talk. unless you want to hear Out of Snow. What is that? Oh, oh that, that's Russell Brand's character. Oh, my bad. Aldous. It's been a long time <laughs> since I've seen Get Him the Greek, but I knew <clears throat> I laughed a lot. We watch Get Him to the Greek about once a month. Just Nice. Really? Just to stay informed. <laughs> Mostly because of Puff Daddy. <laughs> See, I, it's been Combs. that long that I'm like, oh, yeah, Puff Daddy. He's a big character. He's a very important character. I just remember enjoying it. (laughs) Yeah, he's a major character. And he's very funny. (laughs) Talking about Tim, he constantly quotes that movie. He loves it. Nice. I'll brush up. Yeah, he introduced it um, to me, I think back Mm -hmm. years ago. I've only seen it twice, for the record. Maybe three times. Saw it twice. Probably four. Ten years ago. (laughs) But, um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, I have been playing music since like more than half my life now, and I've always like had. You just turned thirty last year, right? Yeah, I'm thirty one. Going thirty two in August. Yay! <laughs> um, and uh, um, I'm not really sure like where it started. Uh, I just wanted turntables actually when i was in like sixth grade i guess and i got like a radio shack keyboard instead i was like this is not what i asked for and it's actually not the same at all (laughs) but um i started like tinkering probably by eighth grade or ninth grade on piano and started like learn songs that i wanted to learn and from there i got a guitar and uh and I discovered Nirvana in a deeper way than just their singles, you know, on the radio. And I think that like <clears throat> really took me to a place of wanting to write my own stuff and um, like digging into Kurt's lyrics and writings and whatever at that early age, you know, was like pretty formative. That reminds me. Yeah. The first time I saw oh, you yeah. technically perform was the Cobain, the, the yeah. Nirvana cover um night i guess at mom's that was that was wonderful thank you i wish (laughs) i wish we did that more than once i can't believe we only have done that once it was so fun and it was like one of the most challenging things i've ever done musically ever well why in particular i mean to me it it looked challenging especially Mm -hmm. because you had to scream (laughs) and you screamed and you opened with aneurysm didn't you I have no idea. <laughs> it's like such a blur. Um, the hardest thing, yeah, was like, he has a very distinct scream. It's rooted in like blues music, I'd say. It's not like that sort of um, staticky scream. Like a little Richard kind of thing? Is that no, like uh, to me to say? It's okay. He's rock and roll. I'm sorry. But like... Blue- I'll turn. I'll go. I'm going to go. <laughs> Blues guys. I'll get um, somebody else to finish. <laughs> if you watch Nirvana Unplugged, you'll hear him cover a Lead Belly song. Like that, my girl, my girl, don't lie. That's one of my three favorites. Yeah. But like, if you listen to the original. I know what, I know exactly what sound you're talking about. It's, I'm going to, 
It's like a guttural. Um, That's the pines. Like, what is it mm-hmm. called? The the song is called. Um, plate. It might be like the original might be called in the pines, but uh, it's. Uh, you could probably just type my girl. Where did you sleep like, last would, night? Uh, sorry. For anyone listening, wow. completing sentences here. Do you want me to add that, edit that out? <laughs> God, my, the musical man just fell off his totem pole. <laughs> I know exactly. I mean, oh, there's a lot of it just talking. goes into it. Yeah. By the end, like three quarters. Yeah. I think it's here. It's surprisingly later than you'd think. He like I love this song. Yeah. That. Yeah. That, right? Right? This part? Mm-hmm. Is that a pain face? It's my like, ugh, I'm just feeling it like right away. He does scream like right here, but like, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's one of my easily top three. Seems to be like an appreciation of like those guys that laid the groundwork for like rock music. You know, I don't think we would have rock without gospel and hmm. like real blues from the 20s you know now are you suggesting that that is something nirvana and kurt in particular was conscious like digging, of digging yeah was that lead belly sort of stuff wow yeah it's fascinating mhm so um to learn how to scream like Kurt or which get, you deliver. did, yeah, like, <laughs> required <laughs> um, <laughs> in a healthy way. But even even watching that performance, actually, like the whole entire Nirvana Unplugged, like watching it visually, he can turn off like that and turn it back on. Like it's a clearly thing, right. Like it's a part of his vocal instrument that he's able to um, cleanly without destroying his you know, vocal cords do it because it doesn't actually come from your throat. It comes from like the back of your head and like above your throat to create this sort of rasp. And that was so hard to do. It was like three or four days out and I still wasn't getting it consistently enough. And then it just clicked and I was able to like, I was like, holy shit, I can do it. Like I could turn it on and turn it off and, uh, it felt so good. It felt so good, not just to be able to do it, but to use that part of, you know, my voice, in like a, in an instrumental musical way. I was like, whoa! Like everyone's um, voice is so unique that like I found what mine sounds like, you know, when I do it, and it just like felt like a whole new discovery. It's cool. I couldn't do it on command right now, that's for sure. But <laughs> no, I wouldn't expect it. To, although it's sort of tempting to want to hear it, but I think that's Alex driving by. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I remember it though. I think it was like six, five years ago when mm-hmm. we did that. It was so fun. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was around five years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do that again? That'd be fun. I don't know where. But supposedly, uh, what's this about October? Oh, yeah, maybe we can have like a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. I don't know. That was like a estimation or something that like. By whom? (laughs) The guy. Fauci. (laughs) Fauci. What's this? I don't know. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. Fauci. Such a classic (laughs) name. Uh, Um, But yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd love to do that again. Um, it's not. Do my you think you could thing. do that exact kind of singing again? Do you still have that in you? Yeah, I feel like if I were to take a month, that's basically what I did. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna take this whole month to like learn how huh. to do this. It was grueling. There are some days where I was just like, I can't believe this is not gonna happen. Like, but even that, that level of, um. I don't know, the whole like Wayne Gretzky thing. I keep seeing like as a quote, like you, or is it? Oh, the missing shots. Yeah, thing. yeah. Is that Wayne thing. Gretzky? Apparently. You miss isn't it so funny? The shots that you... Oh, don't take. And then there's like. Is that it? Yeah. But yeah. then there's like, I think even a Michael Jordan quote where. Well, like, probably different memes accredit it to. <laughs> right. Both, both isn't gentlemen. that so funny? But like. 100%. The shots don't take. Shot. Yeah. So knowing... Michael Scott actually said it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, oh, this is my point. You <laughs> you can find lots of people who I know it's great. It. I think it's Wayne Gretzky. Oh yeah. So like just knowing I was putting that level of work and intention into it, I knew that like something was gonna come of it, but it's Wayne Gretzky. It felt terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um I believe that. I wonder if we could do it here. Oh, wait, here we go. Did Wayne Gretzky actually say it? Uh, <laughs> Snopestein. Um, there's nothing definitive according <laughs> to this. They're like, who the fuck's Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> um, this, is fa- this is a great example of so much of what I've been, we what we've been talking about, but in general, mm-hmm. what I've been, if you Google, and this is, uh, right. I won't go into this right now too much, but if you Google studies show, just those words, studies show. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Can we, you want to try it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> but like, this is our obsession with, well, not our, it's the, the societal thing that we have, this device. It's so like, uh, what is it? Um, Twilight Zone-esque. It's like, we have a device that has all the knowledge that encyclopedias and dictionaries have in our, you know, and a calculator, motherfuckers. Um, Except it doesn't because exactly. the word knowledge no longer exactly. has any relevance. To, right. And why are we... It has lots yeah. of different kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't use my phone to... Uh, I'm not, like, my brain doesn't even think about, like, I wonder, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, or there's a time in Facebook history where, like, people were sharing news all the time. It was crazy. It was, like, everyone's 
feed was like these crazy headlines from like uh you mean yesterday <laughs> i guess it's still like that but there was like a, definitely still like that <laughs> there was a wild west moment where i was like holy shit like everyone's just sharing these headlines and obscure websites that like where is this founded upon like what like mm, that probably has decreased since 2015 and 16 yes mm-hmm, yeah but that it was probably peaked then mm-hmm. hence yeah so it's like that's changed in terms of how we are monitoring the uh, fact checking and yes. etc yeah so uh, i wonder just be grateful that i didn't ask you what you think about free speech tonight and censorship and <laughs> dude <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't i i'm learning i'm still learning I'm well, still you are, but everybody is, and I think every I think people who are going to be drawn to hearing your point of view are drawn because they value your information, they value your point of view, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. You're very thoughtful and considerate, and as you constantly remind us, um, driv- you're driven primarily to be of service, which is mm-hmm. very important and unique and admirable, and a good reason to use your. Uh, faculties mm-hmm. <laughs> right and ask about yeah and hear the perspective mm-hmm. mm. i'm tooting your horn joe <laughs> thanks dude <laughs> um hmm. i mean that's that's a whole hour-long conversation right there that, <laughs> no, I gotta it's like get, two hours i don't even know i told ari i'd get home or we'd we'd be wrapping up by 8 30 i told her so date 20 you believe it or damn not. Yeah. Um, it's bedtime. Yeah. So besides the Nirvana stuff, <laughs> <laughs> that was just one of my many uh, musical journeys, and um, I also produced concerts, and I celebrated ten years last year of that um, of in pro- Doylestown. Wow. Yeah. And the outdoor ones the, are yeah. new as of last summer, right? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And yeah, as soon as possible, that's gonna happen again i assume totally good yeah yeah i I did intend to ask you about that the location couldn't be better it's amazing it's just like a block from state and maine so it's like you can actually you know facilitate it and have like an admission fee and stuff like that which is all goes right back to the artists and funds the next one basically so now i know you performed did you even oh, yeah. get close to screaming like you, <laughs> like Kurt? That'd be amazing. Um, yes, so, it would. So for the country <laughs> show, when I did perform, those were all covers from country artists from like the, I'm going to say 20s to the, like 30s, I don't know, um, to the 70s. Um, and that was just sort of a thing. That was the first time I ever just said like, you know what? I'm going to selfishly do this in front of people and just because I think it's fun and it has had such an amazing reception. It's really fucking great. <laughs> like of course in February of last year when we did the country show, um, it felt like people just wanted to like play the part and like have a, you know, a taste of what Nashville is probably like every single second you know like it's it was pretty special it it was actually the most people i've ever like 
um, performed myself in front of. Um, not so much like to 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 feel something that I probably put together. You know what I mean? Um, like I've played sold out shows opening for people, um, but to like make a poster and be like, holy shit, I don't even know these people, you know? And they're all like <laughs> watching me play like a Hank Williams song. It's just, wow. <laughs> like that feels so cool. They get it. You know, they want to be a part of it. And instead of like, oh, I'm going to go see Joe tonight because he's my friend and blah, you know? Which is a good reason oh, as totally. well. But totally. Yeah. It, it felt different. Yes, of course, of course. I bet. What an honor and what yeah. a... Well... So when we, when we did it again in October, I think that was October, um, that was like even more special just because it was an outdoor show during the freaking pandemic and obviously the pandemic's still happening. Um, and uh, it just, it was actually two hours after the Trump, uh, I call it the horny for Trump rally ended, the one where they all oh. honk their horns through town. Um, that day. So it was like another thing where, you know, we were able to provide a a radically different space for people to, you know, all feel welcome and fucking have a blast, you know. Do you have a, I guess a, schedule an event schedule that you're working on yeah i'm right now i'm like looking at march loosely sure um to just start having more outdoor events i'd like to do you never like, know about march you can always I know, know on march 31st <laughs> so like but i've been lucky <laughs> like that that night we had the country show or day actually we started at like five o'clock maybe like it's like 70 degrees. We were like yeah, sweating. I yeah. I, I was here because of what you horny for Trump, as you put it. I spent the whole day here and I remember it was beautiful. Yeah. It was an incredible day. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to do like two picnics a month, I'd say, until I can't anymore. I'd like to also, my, I say I like to because if it's just me and I've been my own team in a sense, you know, like to do the uh, the actual production, you know, like people have invited me to curate and have provided me the space, like Kristen and Daniel provide me the space for the picnics that I do. Um, people like ask if I need any help and I'm just like, I have no idea what you can help with because you just provided me the space, you know, like you did the part, you know. Yeah. Um, Pretty big deal. <laughs> right, like... <laughs> damn, we wouldn't have anything without you. Um, so I think uh, I'd like to reach out to some people to help me with marketing or... Um, well, you know people are going to want to help you. That's the whole point. Everybody... Yeah. I'd really like is people to sponsor or like potentially like be an investment partner in the production so that we can bring some more nationally or regionally original renowned people to come in and have you know us locals open and just like have an explosive experience that i think doylestown as 
a mini city kind of uh, thing that it is um, definitely has always been missing and deserves. I like that. Yeah. It's something we could possibly be rele- uh, relevant for, but anyone in this obviously very important public forum that you would like to call out as a potential sponsor? Ooh. <laughs> sort of kidding. Hey, <laughs> if you love live music <laughs> and like really love it, like you just love the people that do it, um, artists, they call them, um, <laughs> and you want to like really champion the future of that artist and of our community, and you have the monetary power to champion that, please reach out. <laughs> Find my contact in the show notes. What's up? <laughs> Which you will have no trouble putting I know. in there. It's going to be a fun part is actually uploading my own episode. <laughs> yes, it will be fun. Um, I also edit these podcasts, if you guys don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not edit. That's Lorenz. What's up? But well, um, you, I help. You, you play a role in yeah. something likely. That's basically editing. You used to edit them. Mm-hmm. Um I've been with this podcast since, since day one. Day one, <laughs> yes. Day negative five. <laughs> like, and we are better off for it, <laughs> only because of the clock. Uh, oh shit! I need to it's get. Time. Yeah, but that's a good place to end for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's part one. Part. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've been working on the schedule for this season, and there's a lot of. I'm. Return, uh, mostly not cool. entirely, but mostly, which is great because yeah, it becomes a panel of local community people that yeah, that's what I've wanted yeah. exactly. And I've reached out to because the Zoom conversations are actually satisfying. Mm-hmm. I've been reaching out to people that aren't as local too, um, but yeah, a lot of local, like Seth's getting back on from season one, and he's in Pittsburgh, even though he has a local parents are here he's in pittsburgh oh, yeah. but i know his parents were the best yeah the scots are fantastic um okay do you want to let's leave with let's leave everybody with more some, music some uh how should, oh what we're how are we gonna play this out uh well What's the vibe? <laughs> i hate i hate that word dude here it's the vibe you you pick you want the the first one or the second one? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely Van Mars. <laughs> All right. well, we didn't get to talk about Van, but... What's there to talk about? <laughs> Dude. I mean, yeah, his music says it all. He has... Uh, I think he's Trumpy, man. <laughs> Is that Is completely really? negating what we just talked about? Let's not even waste time with that. I'm that totally I don't want to know. I don't want to know that. <laughs> All right, you can edit that out. No, no, it's no. Okay. Let's let's end with Van. But is dude. he actually <gasps> rumors? But uh, like, who knows, man? The fucking internet's full of shit. Studies show, buddy. Studies show <laughs> the that the internet Van, is full of shit. That nine nine days out of ten, that no, fifty five weeks out of the year, Van Morrison is Trumpy. Um, <laughs> All right, let's leave. I don't want to. I don't want to know about Everyone's the other band. Just broke. <laughs> <laughs>
Let's send them off with this. Yeah, let's send them off with a classic before. Oh, not this exact little ditty. Yeah, that's the ditty. Like, that's I mean, ditty. this whole album is just amazing. Yeah. So. All right. Um, we were playing this in the beginning because Joe's been. Joe <laughs> has a little ditty for the show that we're. The ditty you hear on the show is my fingers and uh, my friend Matt Roth as well. <laughs> but you're also working on more ditties. Yes, for, for other shows. A potential, a a real, it's a, it's a project in the making. Yeah, with you. We may we may even need one for others. By the way, sweet. Yeah, we probably will <laughs> for the channel. All right, thank you. Thanks, man. Here's a little send off from our boy. <laughs> who hopefully isn't you know what. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was strolling my way and jumped the hedges first. <laughs> This is where I'd fade it out, man. <laughs> and there you have it. What a gorgeous song. Love that song. Great way to end. Great way to end. We'll probably play music more often, as I said. All right, I think I said enough in the beginning. I'd like to just thank our sponsors again, Native Cafe, where they'll get you with the charisma and the friendly the friendly banter, but what's really going to get you coming back? The addictive chemicals in the baked goods. And they're not shy about it either. You can just go up and ask. Native Cafe, where you better check if they put five shots of espresso in your cold brew. And Philadelphia Table Company, where most likely it'll be the best purchase ever, even if it's made of cardboard. That's all for now. Thank you so much. This is the first episode of Season 4 of Movement Matters. Many, many more to come. Ta-ta.